You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome, as always, to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. We invite you to subscribe and to share this podcast with all your friends and invite them into the conversation as we take whatever we're talking about on Sundays a step further. And this Sunday, Pastor Matt begins a new series called It's Your Move. And there's some kind of if-then statements that he will be making over the next four weeks. And the first one this Sunday, when you need help, ask. When you need help, ask. And so we're going to dive into that as we begin the series, It's Your Move. I'm joined by my wife, Leah Lynch, the student coordinator here at Kingsway. And not my wife, Brooke Genzel. <laughs> My friend's wife. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Welcome. Thanks. It's good to be here. I'm just trying to make things as awkward as possible. You succeeded. Yay. <laughs> and spinning the dials and not cutting me off yet is Derek Hughes, our videographer, who put all kinds of time into our Exodus devotionals. We hope you enjoyed all those videos. Um, I kind of feel empty this week without a video to watch and to take part in, but it was certainly a great series as we wrapped up Exodus and we move into It's Your Move. And so Leah, we'll begin with you. When you hear the phrase, when you need help, ask, what comes to mind? Uh, for me, actually, it's it's a fairly easy and quick answer for that one. Um, at, right now, actually, as I'm going through this season of, of, of healing through counseling, this this phrase when you need help ask that was kind of the final catalyst to get me to the point where I was like okay I need help and so I'm going to ask and that came at a staff meeting that we did um, off site and um, we were encouraged with that and that got me over the edge um, and it's yeah, it has been a beautifully messy um, journey the last year and a half, um, and it's going to continue. Um, but it, yeah, that's kind of what comes to mind when I think about that. Thank you for sharing. We'll go deeper into that conversation, Brooke, to add a little levity to this. Uh, I, I just changed the water cooler in the hallway for you. <laughs> yes. And, and you were very, very nervous about asking for help. I was. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not at all, Brooke. Oh, I am. I, You know, I see the benefit of asking for help, especially with other people. And I am a huge advocate for other people asking for help. <laughs> But when it comes to myself, even when it's something so ridiculous, like, will you please change the water cooler for me? Um, I struggle so much. Mm. So the ironic thing is being asked to do this podcast for a couple different reasons. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> awesome. God's going to go. be <laughs> challenging me to, to look at my own issues with asking for help. Leah, you're the one that invited Brooke along on this adventure. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, I did. <laughs> Can you share why you handpicked her for this journey? Because honestly, um, she has been 
one that has been there when I've needed to ask for help. Mm. And um, <laughs> she's crying already. <laughs> this is great. They're right there. You can't reach the front. Let me get them for you. Derek, can you help Brooke? Throw her the tissues. Thank you. I'm pregnant. I cry easily. <laughs> but also because, um, I mean, before, you know, before this role that you've got right now on staff, you spent time as, as a therapist, as a counselor. And from that perspective, being able to see the importance of people taking that step in their journey and saying, hey, I do need help. I can't walk through this on my own. And being able to see the beauty in, um, in that process when people are willing to take that step and then continue to take that step mm-hmm. and, say, and say yes. Yeah, it's huge to be able to take that step. It's courageous. And as we were talking about this podcast and kind of preparing a little bit, the biggest thing that came to mind for me was in the work that I did with clients. Um, I often saw that just taking that initial step and going in and, and admitting, I can't handle this all on my own. I'm not meant to handle this all on my own. I need help. Um, that in and of itself was healing for people. And I saw almost automatic shifts even within the first session. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this sense of relief from from people being able to finally, I guess, take the load off of their, their shoulders and hand it over to someone else, um, or at least place it down for a moment. <clears throat> and, um, you know, Leah, you talked about, like, continuing to ask for help, mm-hmm. and that is another huge huge thing you know it's it's not just asking for help once but it's continuing to ask for help right um and recognizing okay i can't do this on my own and i i need someone else's uh, guidance counsel whatever it might be right i mean the reality is as we look at you know as we look at scripture is that god didn't create us to do life alone mm-hmm. and um <laughs> I too have a struggle with asking for help because I'm, you know, I, in my brain, you know, I'm independent. I can take care of this on my own. I'm able to, you know, find what I need to do to be okay and all of this. And, but the reality is we, none of us are built to 100% be able to do things on our own. I mean, we can't outside of God's help. We can't. And even with his help, he has created us so that he can work through the lives and the encouragement of other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're right. <laughs> Asking for help can be terrifying. Um, you know, even to the point of like butterflies in your stomach, like <laughs> nauseous feeling, but the reality is when you do take that step, then the relief that comes from that, because when you ask for help, you realize you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's a lot of what we fear is that we're either all alone in this or people are going to look at us and go, what's wrong with you that you're asking that question? Um, so, yeah. So true. I, you know, even in college, um, I, I came to this point in my life, I was going through a healing process going through counseling on my own and um, really trying to break down a lot of this identity, ironically around, you know, 
um, vulnerability and asking mm. for help and admitting that you don't have it all figured out. Mm. And my, my therapist at the time asked me such a powerful question that has stuck with me to this day. <clears throat> and she basically challenged this idea that I had to only be there for other people, mm. that I only had to help other people. And she said, you know, Brooke, what do you think it's like when people look at you and see that you have it, quote unquote, all together mm. and, um, and that you're only there for others? And me, at the time, I was <laughs> like, well, they know that I'm selfless and kind and that I, you know, I'm generous mm. and I want to be with them. And she's like, nope. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I like, I was so confused by her reaction. And essentially what she shared with me is that, um, that in having that stance of not asking for help, I was really putting up a barrier between me and other people mm-hmm. that I wasn't relatable. People, um, probably couldn't feel like they could be real with me because mm-hmm. I wasn't being real with them. Wow. And, and so she challenged me, um, and it was quite a powerful experience through the rest of my time with her um, to really break down all of those walls and learn how to be vulnerable myself mm. and how to admit to other people, like, yep, I'm just messed up, and I've got issues, and, you know, I see that carrying through today in, in my life group, my community, that the more vulnerable I am with people, the more I admit that I need assistance with something or mm-hmm. that I, um, I'm struggling, it, it creates a space of safety for them to be able to admit that they're messed up too, which right. is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think about the stories in the Bible. I think it was something you said, Leah, that we're not meant to do life alone. Uh, I mean, initially we think of Adam and how God said it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. But then every like everything in the Bible, it's people doing things in community. It's it's Abraham and even when he's, you know, taking his, his only son to, to, to go and, and you know, God's testing him, will you give up your son for me? There there's travelers with him that are mm-hmm. helping, you know, carry the load. You think of Paul and all of his travels through the New Testament, like he's not alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when he's in jail, he finds community and he finds, <laughs> right. you know, people to, to help pass along his writings to somebody else. Um, we're, we're, we're the most isolated society, perhaps, mm-hmm. ever, perhaps in human history. I don't, I don't know that the statistics or I haven't done the research, but I, I, I'm pretty confident in saying that we want to do things ourselves. We, we have social media, but it makes us even more isolated as we just look at other people's lives from afar and don't know how to carry on a conversation. And so this is a, a pivotal time where we need for ourselves and then also to teach our kids that it's okay to, to ask for help. Yeah, it really, it is. It's, um, I just keep going back to this, you know, I mean, for me, remembering it like it was yesterday, just that feeling um, in my stomach of if I if I ask for help, then I'm admitting that I'm not good enough. If mm-hmm. I ask for help, then I'm admitting that I don't have it all together or that I can't come up with the answer. And the reality is I can't mm-hmm. because I'm not God. And... Um, 
And so I think just that, you know, there's bound to be somebody listening that is toying that line as mm-hmm. well of, do I really want to take that step? Do I really want to jump in the deep end? Do I really want to do that? And my encouragement is do it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Just take that step, jump in. And, you know, we just came off of this series in Exodus and seeing through the lives and the story of the Israelites, how over and over and over God provided for them Mm -hmm. and God was there. And even in their moments of doubt, even in their moments of fear or struggle, like God never left them. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite verses of all times comes from the book of Exodus and it's Exodus 14, 14. And it's that story when the Israelites are stuck between the Egyptian army and the, uh, the Red Sea. And God says, you know, all you need to do is just be still Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be the one to fight for you. And it's, just ask, take that step because you're not, you're not alone. You're not in this um, without the encouragement of others, without the community um, of other believers. Um, you just take the step. Yeah. I know. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm coming to you, Brooke, so don't worry. <laughs> I, I know that there are some people, right? Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to take that step. But who do I go to? Like, who, who can I trust with this that nobody knows about or that is something that I don't think I can ever overcome? Uh, two things come to mind, Brooke, and I'd, I'd love for you to speak to both because you, you're, you're part of both. I'm, one is counseling and then another is, is a group. You know, both are good assets, good places you can go that can be safe and, and good entry points, but they're they're for different seasons, different situations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and sometimes you need both in a season. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, you need that someone who um, maybe has professional experience that can really help you work through the tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, being willing to admit, you know, some of the the baggage that you're carrying in some of the traumas, the hurts um, that you haven't dealt with, um, and being able to take that that step in investment, I will call it Mm. an investment for sure, Mm. um, to find the right therapist for you. Um, I mean, the work that I did with clients was powerful, seeing them transform Mm. and um, especially especially having Christ at the forefront, you know, I I will advocate for that. it makes such a big difference. Mm, yes. But then your life group, gosh, my, my life group is phenomenal. My, I, and even beyond my life group, just community mm. um, in general at church, uh, the people that come alongside of me and, and help me, uh, it's just, it's been really incredible and transformative for me to be able to even accept the help. So I would argue that it's not even just asking for help, but it's also accepting the help too. Mm. I think um, you will notice that a lot of people will offer help, but all too often we're we're very um, guilty of saying, I don't need it. Yeah. Nope, I'm good. Thank you so much. That's so kind. Mm. I'm that person. <laughs> I'll admit. But, uh, you know, even I saw over the last <clears throat> several months, you know, <clears throat> a few months ago, I 
had a loss in my family and it shook me and um, rocked my world. And so seeing people step forward mm-hmm. and say, hey, can I bring you something? Can I can I make food for you? Can I come by and do your laundry or, you know, help with something? Can we go on a walk together? Being able to even take the step of saying yes to mm-hmm. those offers, mm-hmm. it it was so helpful. Um, it, it really changed my life to accept the help that was being offered as well. Well, thank you so much for your insight, ladies. Um, if you want to ask for help, reach out to me, a Lynch at kingswaychurch.org. We will connect you in the proper way. We've got a great care pastor, Lyndon Fall, who loves to sit down and just listen and pray and see where God uh, can line up that help for you. Have a great day. Thank you.